This is News Talk 980 CKNW. 9.06 on a Sunday morning time to talk a little B.C. politics, see how the New Democrats are doing so far as government of B.C. But first, we're going to talk about the leadership race with the B.C. Liberals. And Mike Smith is with us, a Vancouver province columnist, also a host here on CKNW. Good morning to you. Hi, good morning, Jill. Thanks for having me on. Good morning. Uh, you've written about this and uh, a, a good news, bad news story that you've written about when it comes to uh, the campaign of Diane Watts. Yeah, Diane Watts, the former mayor of Surrey, kind of considered sort of the outsider in this BC Liberal Party leadership race because, of course, she's not a Liberal MLA. She's a former, in addition to being a former mayor, she's a former uh, Conservative MP. And she does not have a single Liberal MLA supporting her for the leader. But you know what? I mean, Christy Clark won this thing with very little support in the establishment of the Liberal Party, too. So a lot of people are watching Watts here very closely. And if you take a look at my column today in the province newspaper, go on online, check it out there at theprovince.com. What I got, Jill, is uh, an opinion poll um, that was commissioned by Diane Watts. Okay, so we take a grain of salt with this, if not the whole shaker here, because she commissioned this poll. Still, uh, it, the poll was done by a company called Innovative Research, which is head up, headed up by a guy named Greg Lyle, who is a very experienced, pretty respected pollster. And the poll shows, surprise, surprise, Diane Watts is in first place, okay? So she has got 29% support among Liberal Party members, and that's crucial because the the leader is selected by members of the party. This is a poll of party members. Twenty nine percent. She's that eighteen points ahead of Mike DeYoung and Todd Stone, who are tied in second. Andrew Wilkinson, Sam Sullivan, further down the list. Michael Lee down near the near the bottom. So, the Diane Watts campaign is very pleased about these numbers, and it's given them some, uh, some energy. But I've also gotten the same column that the bad news is that she lost a key campaign strategist on the campaign, a guy named Suki Sandu. And a lot of people will not know that name, but in, in the political circles in British Columbia, he's more well-known. He's a South Asian businessman in Surrey, and he's considered, you know, a well-connected guy in the Indo-Canadian community, and he had supported Diane Watts for a long time, and but he's quit the campaign in very public fashion. He's been doing a lot of radios, uh, interviews on Indo- in Indo-Canadian uh, media in Surrey, and that's so that's the bad news for Diane Watts. Doing well in this poll, Jill, but she loses a key guy from her campaign. Interesting uh, stuff. Uh, has he talked about why he left the campaign? Yeah, so this is what he says, is that he was offered a job on the campaign. He has worked with Diane Watts for many years. He showed me a text message exchange between himself and Diane Watts, which I just posted on Twitter. So if people want to follow me on Twitter, Mike Smith News on Twitter, Smith with a Y, I just posted a screenshot of this text. It's very interesting. Diane Watts sends him a text message and says, I want you to head up a provincial riding organization for the whole province for the campaign. So she offers him a key role in her campaign. He writes back to her and says, I cannot accept the job because there are too few South Asian people in the camp in key roles in the campaign. He says that 
he had lobbied for four positions on the Diane Watts campaign to go to the South Asian community in Surrey. He says he has just been appalled that there, uh, that, that there were not enough South Asian people working in key campaign roles on the campaign. And that's why he quit. So he says he turned this job down. Now, I spoke to Diane Watts. I spoke to her people. And they're denying this. They say they've got lots of Indo-Canadian people working on the campaign. You can't, you know, someone said to me, Jill, you can't be the mayor of Surrey for nine years like Diane Watts was and not have the support of the South Asian community in Surrey because this is a critically important political community in Surrey. They're very sophisticated politically and engaged. And so they say, we've got lots of Indo-Canadian people supporting us. And they mention the name Gulzar Chima, who is a liberal, a former liberal cabinet minister who's helping, who's working on the Diane Watts campaign. So a bit of a back and forth about that. But still, I would say, uh, you know, uh, that's the bad news. She lost this guy from her campaign in very public fashion. And uh, I would imagine, too, the other uh, leadership hopefuls aren't putting much weight into the, the poll. When the poll doesn't go well, in your favor, you tend to dismiss it. Well, anytime you've got an opinion poll that's been commissioned by your opponent and the poll shows, lo and behold, your opponent's doing well, of course the, the opposition's going to dismiss it. So I spoke to Andrew Wilkinson. A lot of people consider him to be a real front runner for this job, and I certainly agree with that. I think he's got a great shot to win this. He said, you know, look, we don't care about this poll. Uh, we're, we're looking very uh, skeptically at, the, at these numbers, so he, he's downplaying it. Spoke to the Mike DeYoung campaign as well. You know, they're kind of sniffing at it. But, you know, if the shoe was on the other foot and they had some opinion, uh, some new opinion poll numbers from, from a respected pollster showing them ahead, uh, they'd be peddling it just as furiously. I mean, I mean Mike DeYoung had a, a poll earlier, Jill, that showed him in first place. Right. They were they were peddling that around. So, you know, it, it's it, it's an it, to me it's an interesting snapshot. It's it's an interesting uh, sample size of the poll, and it's an, and the, the pollster is an interesting, respected guy. So I, I encourage people to take at least take a look at it and check it out. And uh, we just have a couple of minutes. So, what do you think about uh, Germont Graywall saying he also plans to run for the Liberal leadership? Uh, I'd say he's got no chance. <laughs> But uh, why, why do you think, not, not that you can get inside the head of Germont Gray, well, why uh, at this late stage in the game, why would he want to do this? You know, sometimes people will run for a job like this, for the leadership of a party, for not expecting to win it. In fact, they probably know they've got basically zero chance to win it, but there is some other motive at work. Maybe they're planning to run in as an MLA in the next election, and they're looking to increase their profile. They're looking to increase their support and standing in the political party. Maybe they're hoping to throw their support uh, and endorse another candidate later on, which might result in, who knows, maybe an appointment to cabinet uh, if that person ends up as premier down the road or, some, or something like that. You know, I, don't, I haven't talked to Germont Graywall but you know, sometimes these are the the, the back the, the sort of the the strategies that are unspoken when someone runs for the job. But uh, he, you know, he's a former conservative MP. I'd say he's got zero chance. But you know, it's interesting that he's getting in. <laughs> uh, do we expect, or do you think we're going to see more people drop out uh, sooner rather than later? Yeah. I think so, because it's expensive to stay in this thing. You've got to spend money to participate in the, uh, the, the official leadership debates, and there's more money that comes due in the new year. So this is an expensive thing 
to uh, to continue with. And if you've got no chance, then it's it's pretty pricey proposition to continue. Like Mike Bernier, the former education minister, he dropped out, and I think largely because there was money. He didn't he didn't see a chance to win, and and he just didn't want to spend the money on it. So some, I I suspect some people may drop out, and it'll be interesting to see if they endorse uh, one of their. Uh, uh, opponents for the leadership job, Jill. Is the, uh, the woman, is it Lucy Sager, the, the woman from yeah. Tariff? She's still in it. Well, you know what? Somebody told me the other day, she's, she's technically in it. Like, she's been going around saying, yeah, I'm a candidate, but she apparently had not put the money up yet. So that's one of the reasons why she did not participate in the most recent leadership debate in Surrey. She was not on the stage because she hasn't put her money up to be part of the uh, leadership uh, uh, can, uh, um, debate process. So, yeah, she's, I guess she's still technically in it. She says she's in it, but from, from what I've heard, she hasn't put the money up. So we'll see how far she goes ahead with it. All right. Uh, interesting times. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be seeing more opinion polls and such. And uh, Mike, your column has this, uh, more information on this. Thank you so much for joining us. Good My to talk pleasure, to you. Jill. Anytime. Okay, thanks again. That is Mike Smith. He's a columnist with the Province newspaper. Again, you can check out his column uh, this morning. I just retweeted uh, his tweet where he talks about some of the uh, exclusive details he has on that as well. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.